I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. Welcome to episode 262 of Better Podcasting. On this show, we get personal with our influence on our podcast. In this week's Better Podcasting Download, we talk about a new division created by Rode, and we speculate what that means for podcasters. And finally, in this week's Better Podback, we run down quite a few replies and conversations. Lauren, start the show now. Maybe a little shorter this time. This is Better Podcasting. We are hobby podcasters through and through, just like you. That's why we are different. We minimize the money talk so that you can focus on building a better podcast. Welcome to an all new episode of Better Podcasting. We're back. I'm Steven. And with me, of course, is the fantastic, my partner in crime, SP. It's great to be back in 2022 on the Better Podcasting main show. You know, Stephen, is it frantic or fantic or fantastic? I mean, what was that? It was kind of a jumbled little bit of words. Is my influence getting on you too much? I, I don't know. I think it's it's all of the above. Okay. <laughs> like an old married couple, we're just melding into one now, I guess. That, that's what it is. You know, we may have taken a year separation, but now the marriage has returned back together as it once was. Yeah, we had a little bit of time to play on our own, but no, now we decided to come back and, you know, do the married thing for a while. Yes, we're back. It's 2022, better podcasting. We got some changes in store for you. We'll get to that later, but. It's just us for now. Literally us, both of us on the same show. It's great. It is. And before we do get to the main topic, which is actually about this show, we want to just recap. We've been away for a little bit, but that doesn't mean that we're retiring the How I Save My Podcast story segment. No, if you have something that went wrong with your podcast and you would like to tell us about how that went wrong and what you did to fix it, we would love if you would send us an email to podcast at betterpodcasting.com or come on over to our Discord at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. We like to share those stories so that we can help all you hobby podcasters realize that things go wrong sometimes and it's okay. You'll find a solution and maybe you'll learn from one of the other listeners of Better Podcasting. So thanks for everybody who has contributed over the years and thanks to everybody who will contribute to that segment going forward. Speaking of going forward, should we go forward to the main topic? This is what I've been looking to for months. Let's do that. So let's just do that. Let, let's begin by talking about the elephant in the room. Back when we announced our hiatus in September of 2021, we said that we targeted a return date of early 2022. While we did have an episode that we discussed some of the best practices for when you want to go on hiatus and maybe some of the things you want to return, 
the reality is that we didn't exactly follow some of those suggestions because we actually had personal circumstances that got in the way of our planned return. Now you can go back and you can listen to episode 260 where I shared some full details about that that was released in December 2021. But for those that didn't hear that episode, the short story is that I needed to take some time away from podcasting for some pretty big personal reasons. And so that was the reason why we couldn't return back when we had planned to. But before we do continue, we just want to touch on something that we previously mentioned in that episode. Yes, our gap was definitely longer than it would have been if we had been doing this podcast for professional reasons. And that's why we do better podcasting, though, is so that we can talk about podcasting from the hobbyist perspective. We want to chat about our personal experiences through podcasting, but from the hobby podcaster perspective. So although our gap was longer than we had planned, we do stand by our decision to take an extended break. And we want to address that right at the top of the show right now, because you might need to hear that. You might need to be somebody who takes a bit of a hiatus from your show longer than, say, a a professional podcaster might do. So we just wanted to mention that right away, and we would support you if you ever had to temporarily step away from your podcast for personal reasons. Now, longtime listeners of the show will not be surprised to hear us say this, but we truly believe if you're a hobby podcaster, your top goal should be to have fun with your hobby podcast. And if in order to do that, you have to sometimes ignore that outside random podcast advice from more out of the professional circles, that are mostly focused on making a buck, then that's okay. You can do that. You need to assess your personal hobby podcast situation and you know your personal life hobby podcast balance better than anybody else. So again, we just want to pause here for a second and say, you got to do what you got to do as a hobby podcaster to make sure you keep having that fun with your hobby podcast. And thanks everybody for all the messages that you've sent over the last year talking about the hiatus and supporting us through the hiatus, those have meant a lot. We've got a lot of personal messages through our Discord, through direct messages, and we just want to, before we continue, acknowledge that. So thank you to everybody. Now, with all of that said, SP, let's get in to the elephant in the room the past year. We figured the best place to do an episode that addresses that elephant in the room is to discuss the past year as well as the future of the show. We know that for a lot of longtime listeners of Better Podcasting, you heard us discuss how we wanted to go forward with Better Podcasting, what it looked like going forward. And for you new listeners out there, you might be wondering what you can expect with the show from now on. So let's discuss this. And of course, in typical Better Podcasting fashion, we'll tease you that the show is going to have a little bit of change going forward but we're going to come back to that in a little bit. So what are some of the things that we've done over the last year when it comes to podcasting and what is going on with Better Podcasting's future? Due to the circumstances surrounding why the extended break happened with Better Podcasting, admittedly, Stephen and I didn't talk as much on a regular basis about the future of Better Podcasting. But here's the thing. We both still did keep the discussion happening, even if there were large gaps. We just knew that there needed to be some space there. We're both friends, and this meant that through the year, we kept talking about various podcasting-related topics, and we often use this as hopping off points to throw out various ideas 
to do with better podcasting in the future when we sat down and actually talked about better podcasting in the future. And sometimes it was even just a matter of one of us saying, hey, I haven't forgotten about better podcasting just to keep the conversation going and not leave it on the side like we both weren't interested in having this conversation eventually. But in addition, both of us continued to brainstorm ideas independently. This meant that when we decided to formalize a return, we each had a discussion and discussion points put together to come together with so we could exchange ideas and thoughts on how to proceed. And we'll come back to this a little later when you discuss the actual look of better podcasting as we go forward. But first, let's talk about what we were up to in the past year. For me, I continued Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a podcast that I do. It's a hobby podcast I do. And it is about the Marvel Studio universe. Marvel Studios puts out television shows on or streaming shows on Disney Plus and movies in what is known as the MCU or Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we continued doing that. We had shows to review. We're actually reviewing a show in between everything called X-Men the Animated Series from the 90s in order to get ready for the X-Men 97 series to come back next year as well. So a lot going on with Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. brought on new co-hosts. I don't know if I talked about that or not, but Waffles or Chris from Play Comics Podcast has come on board to join Michelle and Lauren and myself over there. So those were ongoing things with me for Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that kept on going. Also, I felt that I needed to talk about podcasting, and I also wanted to give something to the longtime listeners of Better Podcasting, something, some sort of content. Now, I explored different things, blog posts. I did a social media blitz for a while, but ultimately I came back to, you know what? I want to interview other hobby podcasters. So I started this other show. It is not on this feed. It's a whole other feed on itself. So for those of you counting, it's the third Better Podcasting show. It's called Better Podcasting Chats with SP. And it's been running for about five months now. I've had some great conversations. It's not an interview show. It's supposed to be a conversation show. But I've had a lot of people come on to the show. A lot of other hobby podcasters come on the show and give their opinions on how hobby podcasting is for them. And we've also explored other types of podcasting that Stephen and I don't have a lot of experience in. It's namely audio dramas and the tabletop role-playing game version of podcasts, the the actual play podcasts out there. I would love to get some true crime podcasters on there, but it hasn't happened yet. So If anybody wants to come on board, just message me and and we'll keep going. But eventually I might have to make a decision on whether I keep doing that show or not. So we'll talk about that in later episodes of Better Podcasting. Along the way, one of the big things that happened is I ended up modernizing my entire podcast studio. Now, you see differently from behind me. I don't have the curtain behind me. That was going to happen regardless. So what you see behind me didn't change all that much. What changed is what is in front of me. And unfortunately, you can't see it. But I did do an entire episode of Better Podcasting Chats with SP in which I ran over the key item, which is the Roadcaster Pro 2 that enabled me to change everything. So if you want more information on that, you'll have to go over to the Better Podcasting Chats with SP. There's a YouTube uh, video out there and also the audio podcast version. So you can hear all about that. We'll probably talk about it in our gear episode of better podcasting as we go forward into the end of the year. But 
that was a lot of work and I have completely enjoyed this new podcast setup that I have. The biggest thing, spoiler, is the ultra wide monitor that's right in front of me. I don't understand how I survived podcasting without it before. I realized why I didn't have it before. But now that I have it, it's like, I'm never going back. You could take away my Rodecaster Pro 2. You can take away my fancy computer. But don't you dare take away this ultra wide monitor. That's that's a big thing. And can I say you finally, finally got that RE20 that you want, always wanted. Oh, wait, never mind. The RE20. Yeah, that was actually it's funny because I mentioned that in our last gear show. It's like, well, this is going to be the year that I get a new microphone, that I finally get that Electro Voice RE20. And ironically, it's the one thing in this podcast studio that has not changed. I'm still using the Electro Voice RE320 for now, but it's what it is. So, yeah. OK, Stephen, go ahead. You know, get, give it another shot. Uh, eventually, you'll get the RE20, right? Yeah, eventually. Okay. Yeah, I, I turned it around. Something positive. <laughs> okay. I also, I had the opportunity to guest on a lot of shows. So I did several guest appearances on Smoking and Drinking in Space, which is a new show on the Guinea Geek Network. It's not a new show completely because they existed, but they've joined the Guinea Geek Network. So I was able to podcast with them on The Time Traveler's Wife. I did the entire Expanse series with them. We podcasted on this really terrible movie from the late night, 80s called Slipstream. And then I also connected with Joshua Liston over on Dead Set Podcast, and that episode hasn't come out yet and won't come out for a little while longer, and a few other shows, but those were the main highlights there. So that's what I've been doing over the past year, and all the while, I have continually messaged back and forth with Steven, making sure he was okay, see if he needed anything, seeing what I could do to help, and then uh, I went on my own honestly, and did better podcasting chats with SP so he wouldn't have to worry at all about that. And what happened, he ended up coming in and saving my butt a couple of times. So thank, thank you very much for that, Stephen. <laughs> it's what I needed. I needed to dip my toes because for me over the last year, admittedly, because of the circumstances, I did actually keep away from the microphone quite a bit. That was my own personal state. I kind of needed to decline some guest invites that I had, but I, I kept the creative uh, juice is flowing. Not a term you want to hear from me because I did do a few random video projects throughout the years and I did experiment with some content creation things in sort of a more offline state. Like I tested some equipment. I ended up testing some different software, including editing software. And even as I started to work back in towards this, I decided to try OBS instead of XSplit, just because, you know, I want to get a little more experiment, experience to be able to talk about it in the future of better podcasting. But the bottom line for my side of things, for my, spe my uh, specific needs, I ended up having to basically just take a step away and, and not do specific podcast related things other than talking with SP and even our Gonna Geek co-host Chris Farrell. I had to kind of look at how does podcasting fit into my future life podcast balance? This is something that was one of the driving reasons between us for us to take a hiatus back in September of 2021. That was something that I needed to achieve. And then the circumstances just meant that that took a little bit longer for me to figure that out. And for me, I ended up deciding that I can fit in one weekly podcast with others. And this was the decision I came from because 
I am based in the West Coast, and it seems like a lot of the people I meet for podcasting are East Coast. So when you factor in all the time zones and trying to figure out family life, really one show a week is what I have decided that I can do as a hobby podcaster and keep that life podcast balance. And after reflection on this and the Gunna Geek show and some other things, I decided that better podcasting was really the interest that I had to continue going forward. But we decided that, you know, Gunna Geek still has a little bit of fun for us. And so we actually, I'm going to be doing Gunna Geek show one show a month. And you can talk to us on our Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. You want to find out a little bit more about that. So it's one show a week-ish is basically what it comes down to. And that's going to be Better Podcasting, this show right here. Which just bring us to the discussion about what Better Podcasting is going to look like going forward. Now, for those of you who may not be aware, before we took a hiatus, we were concurrently running two versions of Better Podcasting. We had this show here, Better Podcasting, the main show, but we also had the Better Podcasting live chats, not to be confused with the Better Podcasting chats that SP just mentioned. Both of these shows were running on offset weeks in the bi-weekly release format. And although there was some occasional overlap, we found that both of these shows had their own benefits and tackled hobby podcasting discussions from different perspectives. We are pleased to announce that both of these shows are returning. However, they will not be bi-weekly shows. Instead, they will be weekly shows. However, here's change number two. Going forward, we will not be releasing these concurrently. Instead, we are going to adopt a season approach to these shows. And before we continue, let me just say the idea to do a season approach came up way before I had my conversation with Scott Johnson that you might have heard in the episode before this, or you might have heard in the Better Podcasting Chats with the SP show. We had decided that before the show. So when Scott actually said that, I was like, ooh, and I wanted to say something, but because we hadn't returned with better podcasting, I didn't bring it up. So I just let it lie. So yes, Stephen and I had that conversation before I had my conversation with Scott Johnson. The long story short is Scott Johnson, you're not getting a consulting fee for this. That's the long story short. (laughs) No, not this time, but I'm sure there'll be other times. So what does the specifics mean for a season approach for better podcasting? How's this going to work? Is that we're going to have a season of our better podcasting show, and then we'll have a season of the better podcasting live chat show. Then that show, we're just going to have a bit of a gap while we work on the season for the other show, basically. And better podcasting live chats is not there's no prep that really needs to happen for that. So really what we're talking about is giving us a breather and some time so we could do the better podcasting main show in seasons. For example, season two of better podcasting will run through the end of January of 2023 for February and March. We'll record season two, a better podcasting live chats before season three, a better podcasting main show returns in April, 2023. One of the reasons we decided to take a seasonal format to better podcasting is because this will allow us to have a central theme across the various episodes for that season. In our discussions on what we wanted better podcasting to look like going forward, we both felt better podcasting worked a little bit better when the topics had some level of cohesion from week to week. 
And the idea of creating an overarching theme for the season helps us accomplish this interaction, this cohesion between the episodes. But before you think you have to hear from us drone on about the same topic for three months, please keep this in mind. Our overarching theme will be broad. We we both want to keep the variety in this show. So we'll be choosing themes that will leave us a lot of wiggle room and we won't be doing like the same topic, part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. There will be different topics to the episodes. But it wouldn't really be an episode of Better Podcasting if we didn't overshare, go figure, and give you a little peek behind the non-existing curtain now, would it? There are two other reasons we've decided to do better podcasting in the seasons. One, it allows for more flexibility as our lives change. We've been doing better podcasting since 2015, and I know it might be shocking to hear, but both of us in our day-to-day lives, it looks a little bit different than it did seven years ago. And we suspect that that's going to continue to evolve over time. As hobby podcasters, we feel that the season format is going to allow us to adapt better podcasting to these changes as these changes happen. And behind the scenes, we have planned a strategy for both shows going through the end of 2023, but we can modify and massage this as we need to based on how our lives change and as the year progresses. So we're not locked into anything, which is another aspect that we feel we want to share with you, our fellow hobby podcasters. One of the benefits to taking this approach is that it potentially gives us a jumping off point should the time ever arise. Now, to be clear, at the moment, we are not planning to end better podcasting. However, we do feel that podcasting has evolved significantly since we started podcasting and even since we started the show back in 2015. And when we both started podcasting, podcasting was quite an unestablished medium. It was new to podcasters and it was really new to those outside the podcasting industry. This meant that there were always ways that an inherent uncertainty about the future of podcasting existed. Uh, For example, with this whole podcasting thing even be around in a couple of years, or is it just a fad? Is it just something that's going to pop in and out like Blab did? You know, right? I had to get Blab in there. Yeah. Our take is that podcasting is now established for the long term, though. Do we think it'll look like it does now? Perhaps not. It's still relatively young and it seems plausible it'll evolve like other mediums such as radio, television, music, etc., whatever entertainment industry there is out there. But it does seem like podcasting itself is here to stay. Yeah, so because it's established, this means that the baked-in uncertainty that listeners had when they subscribed to your show is basically gone. And so we feel, as established podcasters, it's worth considering how you might end your podcast, even if that's not on your radar. And so to us, the season approach allows this. This gives that potential off-ramp for your show if you're running in a season format. When we announced our hiatus in 2021, it took our listeners by surprise. We had a lot of messages about that. And this is because up to that point, Better Podcasting had basically been released in a perpetual release cycle of some form. We're not a storytelling podcast where you can work through one story and finish that from start to finish. We're not a review podcast where we're talking 
about some form of entertainment that's likely going to conclude eventually. We're not a gaming podcast where the as the games evolve, there's sequels or there's just less interest in it. We just didn't have that natural ending point should we ever wish to. And that's where when we're implementing the season format, we think for this type of show, it just makes sense to have a season format where we could potentially have that off-ramp. Whether that's ending this show or ending the Better Podcasting live chat eventually. Now, we'll be the first to admit that when seasons first took mainstream notoriety in podcasting, we both kind of struggled to see how it might fit outside of the aforementioned examples. But as podcasting has evolved, we really do start to see a benefit to implementing a season format for podcasts, even where traditionally it may not have been the most natural fit. And some other examples of benefits with the season format that we foresee is allowing variety in podcasting endeavors. In our experience, sometimes it can be hard to create shows concurrently. That's the whole thing with better podcasting and better podcasting live chats. It could be a little hard to run those shows concurrently. So by taking a season approach, sometimes it takes away some of this difficulty. And so you can instead work on running one show for a season and then doing another. And that's one of the reasons why we want to take that approach for better podcasting and better podcasting live chats. It also can allow for better planning for your podcast. For us, this is something that we really wanted to figure out how to incorporate it into the show. Like SB said, we've been doing this a very long time. And so with that, at some point, you, you kind of start to hit back on other topics that maybe you've touched on before and have evolved. So for us taking the seasons approach for better podcasting, we feel that that's going to allow us to plan a little bit better because we're focusing on one block of episodes and planning out that block as an entire season. Also, for us, seasons will allow us to recharge our batteries a little bit more, and it probably would work the same thing for you if you take a season approach. For our example, though, we're going to basically use, be using the Better Podcasting live chat as a bit of a reprieve for us because it is a bit easier of a show for us to do. Okay, it's a lot easier. This is something that by doing that season-to-season approach, we're going to have still have Better Podcasting content but in a less produced fashion like Better Podcasting Live Chats is. And the last thing that we want to mention is with a season approach, sometimes you might be able to create a new show. For example, let's say that there was a fourth show of Better Podcasting that we want to make. Okay, it's not on our radar right now, but let's say there was. By having a season-to-season approach, we're able to look and go, okay, how do we modify that season release schedule? Are we going to just end a show to fit in that fourth show? Or are we going to adjust the season release schedule so maybe they're a little shorter and fit in that fourth show? This is a huge advantage by having a season-to-season approach. If you're somebody that wants to podcast on a variety of topics or through a variety of different ways, and once again, to be clear, we don't have any anticipation at this time of launching yet another spinoff, but Maybe Steven's better podcasting paint drying podcast will come to fruition one day. (laughs) Now, moving on from the season discussion, the last thing that we want to mention is the overall episode approach. You're going to find that we follow a similar format in our episodes to what we previously had, at least for now. Anyway, we discussed a major change up 
with the format, but through discussion of what we want to do with the show, we came to the consensus that overall the show is going to remain in a similar episode format. Yes, you'll find there are going to be a few changes, but we felt that the format we're using allows a good balance of a primary point of discussion, current events and podcasting, and most importantly, your feedback. With that said, don't be surprised if you see a few changes as the weeks go on. We have a few tweaks we'll be making as we reestablish our return and interaction with our audience continues to be a strong focal point for us. This is actually one of the changes you might notice. We plan to shuffle some of the feedback around so that certain feedback is brought in elsewhere in the show that is relevant to the topic at that point of discussion rather than shoving it all the way at the end. Now, full disclosure, this is going to vary from week to week, but we really want to highlight your feedback and thoughts more. This is because we continue to want to advocate for hobby podcasters. And although we share your personal experiences with hobby podcasting, there are many of you which have had different experiences, and we think it is helpful to everyone when we share those. And yes, this may even include the live audience feedback that we receive while we're recording. Thank you very much, chat room tonight. But don't worry, the better podback section isn't going anywhere. And with all that, we're happy to say that this week's episode about the future of better podcasting and how our personal lives has, have impacted the future of better podcasting is in fact part of this season's format or this season's theme. That's because this season's overarching theme focuses around the personal influence on your podcast. Now, before we get to a few pieces of feedback, though, we want to thank everyone who has supported us to date, and thank you to everyone who has kept in contact with us during our hiatus. I know Stephen has mentioned that before. I wanted to footstomp that at this point as well. And thank you to everyone who has come back to check out the show now that we've returned. We really appreciate your support in downloading and listening to the podcast and then coming back with your feedback to us because we know that a lot of you love to discuss podcasting and, and we're glad to be able to provide that hub where you can discuss hobby podcasting. Now, before we go on to the Better Podcasting download, I just want to highlight a piece of feedback that we had on the topic of hiatus. This is hiatuses. We had someone in our Discord server called Gobprogman, I think that's how you say it, said, quote, I take a summer end of year break every year and have mentions of the break in four episodes leading up to each break, but also take a little time to post short things during those breaks, which mention the things that the community of listeners can expect when the show comes back. Now, why did I want to highlight this? Two reasons. Number one, as you may know, SP is a rocket scientist. He's made that very, very clear. So first, could you use those rocket scientist skills, SP, to please get in the DeLorean and travel back in time and retroactively announce the return of Better Podcasting in the previous four episodes? Could you do that? I could, but that would be really weird considering the headspace we were in at the time. Yeah, but, but maybe you could make it happen. So, so, so you okay. take care of that. You take that offline. We'll circle back on that. The, okay. the second reason I want to mention that is because actually the, the second part that was mentioned is something that you can expect to hear in this feed when we do go on break for after this season concludes. 
and we do the Better Podcasting Live chats, you may find snippets of the Better Podcasting Live chat work its way into this feed. That is something that we plan to do, not every week, but we'll put a couple in there during the downtime so that if you don't subscribe to the Better Podcasting Live chat, you can hear a few snippets and maybe it'll encourage you to subscribe. So you can expect that during the downtime of this show. If you got something that you'd like to talk to us about to do with a hiatus or maybe how you return from a hiatus, we would love to hear from you. You can come to our Discord at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. You can come on to our Twitter and tweet us at BetterPod, or you can go to your email client, which I believe is Netscape Navigator based, and you can email podcast at betterpodcasting.com. I just, I, I, whatever. No, I, I figured that you, you got stuck in the time travel machine and you went way, way back. Oh yeah. Way, way back to before there was dirt. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the better podcasting download. We actually had a couple of announcements this past week with the people that make gear and the different things that are coming available. But I wanted to focus on one in particular, and that is road. I do have a new Roadcaster Pro 2. I did pay for it. I purchased it on my own and Rode has not provided it to me. So this is not a promotional for Rode at all, but I thought it was very interesting. So we're going to talk about it. Rode created a new streaming and gaming division called Rode X. Now Rode X so far is going to comprise of at least three different things. First of all, is this new software called Unify, which is capable of taking four USB inputs. I would say USB microphones because it can do that, but they also said other USB audio devices. So I wanted to highlight that as well. So it can take up to four inputs plus six virtual audio sources, including game, chat music, and browser application into one interface. I think that is excellent for streamers and people that are gamers. For podcasters, I mean, if you're used to that sort of thing, go for it. I still prefer my hardware device. So the Roadcaster Pro 2 is there. It's also, the Roadcaster Pro 2 is also a lot more expensive than whatever this Unify is going to go for. I don't, it could be freeware for all I know, but it's going to be kind of similar capabilities as far as audio inputs and the ability to mix stuff and have different outputs and stuff. Think the voice meter or audio hijack capabilities on the Windows and the Mac, and you're able to do that with here. Plus, you're able to do multiple USB inputs. In the past, I would have to have recommended the Spreaker audio interface if you wanted to combine multiple USB inputs so this gives another option out there for people, which, okay, we'll see how well this works. It might crash and burn. I have no idea. I have no idea what kind of throughput is. Is this going to be a cloud application or is this going to be on your own device? I actually don't know, but I know the capability is going to be there. So that's cool. That's one. And then they have two other introductions here. One is a USB dynamic USB microphone, and it's called the XDM100. For those long-term listeners of Better Podcasting, you might have heard of the Rode Podcaster microphone, I believe it was called. It was white and it was USB. And for those that didn't, that wanted to upgrade basically from the Audio-Technica ATR2100 or the Samsung Q2U, 
for a lot of time that was like, okay, either I'll do a condenser microphone or I will do this Rode microphone. Unfortunately, if you look at reviews of the Rode podcaster microphone, they're terrible. The microphone does not sound good across the board. There's a few people that managed to make it sound good, but if you have no audio experience whatsoever, that was not a good microphone. I don't even know if you can buy it anymore. So I'm glad that they've at least got this out there now. And that even caused problems when they started to create the Rode uh, Procaster microphone. And and that was... Um... I'm doing the whole name thing again. Yeah, the Rode Procaster microphone because people mix them up because they kind of look the same and they had similar names, Podcaster, Procaster microphones. And when I was first researching the Rode Procaster microphone, you saw all sorts of reviews of people saying feedback negative about it and then quickly going, oh, wait, that's the Podcaster. So absolutely, yeah, it, it caused a lot of confusion. Rode with complicated, confusing names? Shocking. I am I am shocked. <laughs> There are other advanced USB dynamic microphones out there now, like the Shure MV7 and MV7X that you can get these days. So it's not just exclusively to Rode, but at least Rode has another option on the table right now. And the other thing is that they have a condenser USB microphone. They're calling the XCM50 condenser USB microphone. So they've made these USB microphones They've made this interface that you can actually use for streaming, gaming, and podcasting in doing a lot of things that, quite frankly, I, I don't know about you, Stephen, but I was scratching my head over why can't we do this now? And it has taken a long time. You know, I've been podcasting now for 12 years. You've been podcasting before that, like almost 14 years now, right? So when we first started, something like this was not in the cards whatsoever. So at least it's there. Now, is it out? Is it available? I mean, some people might be beta testing, but it's not available yet. They're looking at 2023 to make some of these avail these capabilities available. So we'll see what they actually sound and look like. But for now, at least, it's interesting that this whole new division is out there for podcasters. Will I recommend this? No, I won't. And I won't for a lot of reasons, one of which is I've been burned by software before. So that is why we have hardware recorders. But eventually, I know that I'm going to have to flip over to, okay, digital is okay. But I don't know when that's going to be. It could be next year. It could be five years from now. It could be 15 years from now. I don't know. But until then, I want my hardware backup so that I can have that audio locally. And I don't have to worry about the cloud. I don't have to worry about a computer going bad or anything like that. So Stephen, what are your thoughts? I, I really have two main thoughts on this. Number one, I think we should call this road colon the Elgato competition division. Because, uh, and the reason why I say that is because some of these things that, that they're throwing out there in this initial announcement, they, they scream competitors to several Elgato products. Elgato has made huge huge progress in targeting streamers over the last few years. Like if you go and you look at the things that they've released, they don't always cater themselves well to podcasters or at least people who are taking high quality audio seriously. I'm not saying bad audio. I'm just saying there's a difference between somebody who's looking for a comfortable streaming setup for gaming and someone who's looking to prioritize audio in podcast form. 
there's a bit of a, a nuance there. And Elgato tends to be in the streaming side of things. It, not to say that they don't have, have other product, products that are applicable for podcasters, but overall, I think the library does lend itself a little bit more towards that. So I think this might be what Rode's going after there because you see them take off elsewhere with, with podcasting. So why not try to get into the streaming market as well? And the reality is that somebody who's looking to stream their games in a produced manner probably isn't dropping hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a Rodecaster Pro to start with. It's not going to happen for, for your average gamer. So I think that some of this stuff might play in there. Um, the second thing that I, I wanted to throw out here with this is I want to see what this does with Rhodes line as this division is established. Do we see certain products maybe lifted out of the podcaster line and put into this, this streaming line? Or do we see a very specific focus of each division? I look forward to seeing what happens. And I am I am optimistic about their ability to do software right with the big asterisks, because I do know that with the Rodecaster Pro one, a lot of people still complain that the ASIO drivers are are, are either non-existent or, or garbage. I don't remember which it is, but I know there's comp complaints there. So I, I, I have hesitancy from that perspective, but also look what they've done with the Rodecaster Pro and the Rodecaster Pro 2. Like, there's reason to be be hopeful here. Yeah, the Roadcaster Pro 2 is uh, arguably leaps and bounds above the Roadcaster Pro 1. First of all, they listened to the critics and they're like, okay, we need to put better preamps in yeah. there. And that's the only reason that I bought it is there were better preamps that the initial testing on it was like, yes, these are good. They're clean. They're more powerful. I was like, okay, that is my number one thing. The number two thing that I will say about this and not why I bought it is most of the other improvements they made about this or to this is specifically for the streaming market, not for the podcaster market. So they definitely were thinking in terms of streamers to begin with. Maybe they did some market research and found that streamers are going to have more money to put in the space over time in the immediate future anyway than podcasters. I don't know, but definitely it started with the Roadcaster Pro 2 that they were thinking in terms of streamers and not just podcasters. Maybe, maybe the long anticipated Roadcaster that I have, I have theorized about will come out of the streaming division. And what I mean by that is that they started with the Roadcaster Pro. So where's the Roadcaster regular? I want to know. <laughs> by the way, before we go on to the better pod back, I do want to just mention that we had Damien, tell us that the Rode Podcaster is still available. SP, I heard you're going to order it tonight. No, no, I, I never, ever, ever going to order that. I've seen so many bad reviews. I'm not going to waste my money with it. If I was going to buy a USB capable microphone, a dynamic microphone, it would probably be the Shure MV7. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the better pod back. This is where we here at Better Podcasting turn the show over to you as we run through some of your feedback. We call this segment Better Podback. We're not going to sit here and, and gush over ourselves, but we will gush over you. And, and we want to highlight that we had a lot of different tweets and messages and posts and 
direct messages and carrier pigeons sent our direction when we did announce our return. And so we want to just address all of you who sent those. Thank you very much for that. That meant a lot to us. We did a couple of teasers leading up and right from the first teaser, we had people doing that. And so I just wanted to, to give a shout out to all sorts of people. I, I won't name names because I don't want to miss anybody, but thank you to everybody who did send that our direction. The amount of support was overwhelming. I told, I think the first people that I, I legitimately told before we went public were my co-hosts on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. You could, they, I wish I would have had it recorded. I don't think I did. They were squealing, screaming, like, oh my gosh, this is so great. So cool. And then I want to thank the, most of the conversation partners that I've had over on Better Podcasting Chats with SP ever since we did publicly announce it. Every single one of them has been like, I have been so waiting for this show to come back. So thank you for your support. But on one of those promos, we did have somebody who commented. The promo was a joke. And what it was, was if you didn't listen to the, the beginning of episode 261 that we dropped in the feed last week, it was a joke that we were trying to do the intro to better podcasting and we just couldn't get it right. It was all all just a joke, of course. And we had mm -hmm. we a had, joke, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm sticking yeah, with my story. I will. OK, <laughs> we had the Chris and Christine show say, quote, we screw up the intro every week, end quote. So thank you for your support, because those of you who have checked out the live show know that that promo last week wasn't that far fetched. It wasn't actually in recording it. There was a significant amount of discussion as we went through too. So that, that was pretty funny. Uh, also, we did have Steph Fuccio, who does the global podcast editor community right now. She said, OMG, yes. Stephen Jundra is returning to Better Pod. The dynamic duo will be back together again. It's hashtag podcasting, hashtag pure joy, which means a lot from her, and hashtag podcasting help. I tried to skip over that. I, I, I don't need to, to, to call out myself. We know that we, we both know that I paid Steph huge amounts of money to say that. So we didn't need to work that into the show. Yeah. Well, you foreign people, you know, you non-United States people need to stick together, even though she's on a different continent. At least she's not an American, right? <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to other uh, feedback that we had. We asked over on Twitter, do you ha use a programmable editing mouse? What do you think of it? SP wants to know he's thinking of making the jump. And we had actually uh, a couple responses. And one was from at dead drop pod said, I don't, maybe I should. Feels like too much power. Like why they invented the QWERTY keyboard for typewriters, LOL. And then we had at Anthony Bachman say, I want one. I'll be listening to SP. So SP, what's the verdict? I haven't made a decision yet. I've listened to a couple of people. I know Damien's been using one of them. I'm not sure I want to use the one that he has, but as I've been editing since we sent that tweet out, I've been thinking in terms of what exactly am I going to be using this for? And there is some just simple tasks that I'm like, this will make editing so much better if I can just make this button do like a left cut and this button do a right cut. And I don't have to place the cursor on the point that I want to do that and then go down to the menu bar and then click that or use fast keys, you know, one of the two. So yeah, there, I am going to be getting some sort of editing mouse. Now I know Steven, you use 
a editing setup on your streaming pad, or at least you've dabbled with it in the past? So that's one of the things I wanted to contribute to this conversation, because I haven't had that much editing since I got a second stream deck, which now allows me to easily move the stream deck from my podcast position to the position I face when I edit. And a stream deck is is definitely a tool that I recommend for podcasters who do want to create shortcuts. It's it's easy to do. Now, with that said, my editing workflow to date before I've been dabbling with using a stream deck for the editing shortcut has been to use macros on my keyboard. Basically, there is a set of keys down the left side that I programmed in those cuts that you just mentioned. Huge time saver. Saves me all sorts of times this time in Vegas Pro. It's a nightmare to do a couple of the things. It's several keys in a row. It's a huge time saver. Well, in the last couple of months, I've gotten rid of that keyboard and I've changed to a different keyboard that doesn't have those macros, which is where I've been trying to use the Stream Deck. And the Stream Deck, I'm getting the feel for it. Give me a few episodes of this of editing. Maybe I'll feel more better about it. But at the moment, I really, really miss those keys. I feel like having them right by my hand, though I'm using the keyboard as I edit, having them right there with a button just by, by you know, even the pinky, using my pinky to hit that button is completely different than moving my hand up to another device. So I personally think if you've got the room for a different type of keyboard, you could possibly try that if you could find the right approach of silent keyboard versus um, with, with macros, just because I think it probably would be a comparable experience to using a mouse, but it just depends on your day-to-day workflow. But for me, there is a huge difference having it on device versus a nearby same device. So we'll see. Maybe I'll feel different once I use the Stream Deck more, but I I think that there's all sorts of merit in the question you asked. Yeah, I think for me, the programmable mouse is probably, or a gaming mouse that's programmable, whatever you want to call it, it's probably going to be the way to go because my hand's already there moving it around to scan back and forth to uh, wherever I'm at in the editing. And we edit a little bit differently. I add it front to back, you add it back to front. So maybe that lends into different devices to edit a little bit better. But uh, Damien in the chat has reminded me that he has the shuttle. So that is the mouse or mouse-like appendage that he is using. And I have looked at it. I don't know if I want to go with that or something else, but I, I will probably be on the higher end of the programmable mouse. So probably in you know the $100 to $150 range or hundred or $50 to $100 range is probably the, the range that I'm, I'm looking at. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make a determination before the end of the year and go for it. I'm going to have this for a little while. It's not like I'm going to shuffle back, no pun intended, back and forth between these. So I am going to select one and then stick with it for a few months. If I don't like it, I'll just go back to my normal mouse while I'm editing. So anyway, that is upcoming and we will talk about it on future episodes of Better Podcasting. We did have a chat comment from Waffles saying, why not move the stream deck? Uh, I just want to double tap on something because I probably wasn't clear. I'm still finding my feet back in the podcasting world. Um, I do have the stream deck right by me, but to me, it's it's a difference. It's a significant difference going between a, a right there second device and an on device button. Like I just, it's hard to describe, but I, I feel like the hotkeys, I could easily hit them without even looking the stream deck there's this whole 
orientate reorientation thing as you're moving from one device to another. So I, I will see. I got, I got to get a, a few more edits under my my belt before I say, OK, I got to go back to a uh, uh, hot keyed keyboard. Over on Discord, we had Josh Liston post, I just reduced my headliner app pro plan down to the basic plan. The cost involved in premium podcasting tools just feel like they're getting out of control, ATM or at the moment, and outstripping their usefulness for the average indie creator. Trying to cut around $50 to $60 Australian per month over the next few weeks. Have you ever moved on from a premium tool regardless how much you liked using that tool. And then I replied with, I reduced my subscription plan to StreamYard if that counts. And I did. I went from a $25 a month StreamYard plan to I was just going to cancel it and go with the freemium plan. But they countered my cancellation and said, how would you like to use this $10 a month plan? And I'm like, that's great because I don't want to spend $25 a month, but something along the lines of five to $10 a month for what I'm using on StreamYard sounds perfect for me. So I went and did that. And I know other people have done things like they've got rid of audition and they've gone with a one-time payment editor like Reaper or Vegas Pro or something like that. So I know a lot of people are looking at ways to cut costs all the time, but especially now with the way the economy is in the fall of 2022. And just know that there are options out there. Just like when people start, they always look for freemium wear or what's free, what can I use that's free? And a lot of people say Audacity is, is where to start if you want completely free uh, a lot of people say Reaper, you can try it for free for a few months, but ultimately you should start paying for it. I think it's $60 for the thing there, in my opinion, at least. And those are options that you can do. But then when you overspend on tools and you have to cut back and like you're, you have your hosting and you have your music subscription, some people have music subscription services that they use for their podcasts. Some people have other subscriptions that they use or plugins, subscriptions. It's the subscription-based mindset. And people, I think, in, in the fall of 2022 are looking more of, hey, I need to cut back. So where can I actually cut back? It's a great question from Josh. And we had a short conversation with it in the Discord server. And also, we did have um, somebody who asked a question and we'll leave them anonymous. And, and they said, just wondering what you guys do when you have an interview that doesn't exactly hit it out of the park. I'm recording the first teaser, seven episodes of a new podcast at the moment. And four out of six guests I've recorded with have so far been amazing. And two have been less so. I'm thinking of cutting their interviews up a little more than the others and putting some narrative around their answers. Do you think that might sound out of place? when the other interviews will feel more organic and flow from start to finish. I like this question and I would love to know what people have to say. If you want to hop over to our discord server, come to betterpodcasting.com slash discord. I think there's a lot of different ways that people might think to answer that question. So I wanted to highlight that and come over to our discord. And while you're there, you could even participate in an interesting conversation that happened about Patreon. Uh, there was a really good back and forth conversation about the idea of unsubscribing from someone's Patreon, the impact that that might have on them and the way they may react. And also the idea of people 
unsubscribing from your Patreon if you are doing that. So that was a really good conversation in the Discord. You might want to check that out. Now, before we also go, I want to mention, by the way, that Damien did also follow up to our hiatus comment earlier. He was in our chat room. He said we kind of take the summer off because four out of five of us have kids between events and kids out of school, dot, dot, dot. Oh, there is a reason why the Better Podcasting live chats will run over the summer months. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to both have some time there. I take my usual vacation. Steven's got his kids. Eventually, I'll have grandkids at that time. So I want to spend some time with them when they're out of school. Totally get that. And just to round back to the Patreon discussion, one of the things that I loved about that discussion is we had both content creators slash podcasters and content consumers slash podcast listeners contribute to that conversation. So that was pretty unique in our discord that we were able to have that back and forth on that. And I would love to continue that conversation. I know it is big for a lot of hobby podcasters because for a lot of hobby podcasters, it's the only way they can monetize or feel like they can monetize. So that is great there. Now, Stephen, I think we're at the end of our show. Uh, wow. Somehow got through it. Have no idea how we did it, but we managed to. Thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you to everybody who's returned. Thank you to everybody listening to this in the future. And if you got an SP's time machine in the past as well, we appreciate you listening to this episode, joining us for the return. Next week's episode will follow more of a normal format where we'll be talking about a topic at hand as opposed to talking about this show. So come back for that. We're going to talk a little bit about anonymous podcasting. Ooh, you should check that out <laughs> next week. And hey, if you do want to get some other awesome, better podcasting content, check out the Better Podcasting Chats with SP. You can find that also over on betterpodcasting.com. Lots of fun interviews there. And get it while it's hot, because you never know when it will end. One day, he'll just say, Stephen, I'm ending it. And I don't know why he'll tell me that. Like, I have nothing to do with it. It's all, it's all him. So he deserves all the credits. It is not all me. You've done a lot of behind the scenes stuff for that show. Don't even think that you have it. You've been involved in that. Now, again, my whole intent with that show is not to bother Steven. He has stuff that he needs to do. And then we just got talking about it. He's like, why don't you just do this? And like, uh, I don't know how. And he's like, I got you. Like, oh. <laughs> so that, that's the whole story behind that show. But check it out. Betterpodcasting.com has all the better podcasting content. And if you do like podcasts that are geeky, please check out the Getting Geek Network at Geek. Dot com. We got some new folks on the network over there, and we got many folks who have been around for a long time. Check that out on gunnageek.com. Keep your eyes on all of our social media at well. as well. You can check out twitter.com slash betterpod. That is probably the most active, but we do also have Facebook at facebook.com slash betterpodcasting. And Discord, Discord though, is the place that is the most ask, uh, busy, but I've Sometimes don't classify it as social media. And you can check that out again at betterpodcasting.com slash discord. So for episode number 262 of Better Podcasting, I'm Stephen John Drew saying back, baby. And I'm SP saying it is great to be on a show with Stephen again, talking about podcasting. We'll see everybody next time. Bye. See ya. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. 
You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.